The sounds of the other girls' feet were already receding down the stairs. Amy seized Mercy's hand, and the two of them tore along the corridor, then down the stone stairs and into the dining room. Miss O'Donnell stood outside, glowering. The dining room smelled of stale washcloths, disinfectant and porridge. The girls joined one of the tables at the far end. They'd been the closest of friends since they were tiny infants. Amy arrived at the Hanley home age two, the year before Mercy. We thank thee, Lord, for these thy gifts, Miss Rowney, the superintendent, intoned over the meagre breakfast. The living staff ate at a table near the door, Miss Rowney, Miss O'Donnell, Miss Eagle, and Mrs. Jacobs. Others, like Dorothy Finch, the kindest of the staff, only worked there in the daytime. When they'd finished eating, Miss Rowney stood up. Girls, I'm going to read out the names of eight girls, and I'd like them to come up here. The last on the list was Amy Lasky. Amy glanced in bewilderment at Mercy and obediently joined the line of girls. I'm delighted to tell you that we have secured places for eight girls to begin a new life. On the 9th of July, you will all be travelling on a big trip to Canada, where you'll be given homes by kind Canadian people. Miss Rowney put her hands together, and everyone saw they were expected to clap, which they did mechanically. Watching the faces of the eight girls, the emotions of wonder, pride, uncertainty flitting across them like summer clouds. You could hear her screams from one end of the orphanage to the other. The other girls were regimented in crocodiles downstairs in the day room. I want to see smiles on all your faces. Miss O'Donnell boomed at them after breakfast. Mr. Hanley will not want to see sullen faces. Just remember, if it wasn't for Mr. Hanley, none of yous would have a place to lay your heads or fodder in your bellies. But now, here was Mercy splayed across her bed, screaming. Miss Eagle, who had been dispatched to force her under control, could barely get near her. Stop that! She landed a hard slap on Mercy's leg. She managed to yank Mercy off the bed, only to have the child slide through her hands and continue raging on the floor, pummeling it with her fists. The woman landed a violent kick in Mercy's ribs. What is going on? Miss O'Donnell loomed in the doorway. Get that child downstairs immediately! Miss Eagle turned red. I can't. Since Amy Lasky went, she's been impossible to handle. In God's name, she's only seven years old. Get Dorothy, she's the only one that can knock any sense into that one. Mercy was left alone on the cold stone floor. Pain speared at her ribs. She started banging her head with a steady rhythm against the floor. This was how Dorothy Finch found her when she arrived. Mercy, oh, you silly babby, you've got to stop this. She pulled the girl off the floor. They're all waiting for you. Dorothy remembered Mercy had gone everywhere with Amy, looking up at her with adoration. When Amy left, for three days, Mercy had spoken barely a word. One day, when the older ones had gone to school, Dorothy found her lying on Amy's old bed, absolutely silent and still. Mercy? Dorothy had come on her cheerfully. You didn't ought to be here. Mercy raised her arm and started banging her wrist hard on the metal bedhead until there were tears in her eyes. What the hell do you do that for? Dorothy shouted in alarm. What are you playing at? The rages grew wilder. 
They could strike any time and burn through Mercy with an intensity that no one could control. She's got the devil in her, Miss O'Donnell decreed. Plenty of hard work, that's what she needs. Mercy spent her days mopping floors, scrubbing floors, polishing floors, but still her unhappy soul flared in outbursts of pain and frustration. Only Dorothy could soothe her by holding her tight until the fight dropped out of her. Come on, stand proper now, Dorothy urged. Silent now, Mercy followed her to the day room and the nod was given to file into the hall. A visit to the orphanage by its benefactor, Joseph Hanley, was a rare occasion. Mercy sat cross-legged on the floor. The staff sat on chairs at the ends of the rows of children. Now, girls, Miss Rowney moved to the front of the hall. You're all going to come to the front and shake Mr Hanley by the hand to show him how much...